evening to you out there, and welcome in to a, a Friday night a basketball contest here in the National Trail of Conference. As we're in Feature City tonight here on the uh, stage, and the stage is set for the uh, Bobcats versus Indians, Altamont versus uh, Count Eric of Feature City. As uh, welcome into the broadcast position here on the stage, it's Travis Park. Alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be bringing you all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. Also streaming online and on the FM radio app as well. Altamont comes in to tonight's contest 15 and 5 on the year. Scout and Eric Beecher City comes in at 10 and 15 on the year. Last time out for the Indians on a Tuesday was a 43 to a 38 win against the Flora. And it was a uh, rock fight slugfest uh, we had there on a Tuesday against the uh, Wolves. Uh, it was a low-scoring affair there in the early going and really carried throughout the entire night uh, there as well. Kind of back and forth there in the uh, second quarter, but uh, Altamont pulled ahead there towards the end of the third of the Eli Miller made three at the buzzer, and then uh, they held on uh, there for the win and held on. They left the door open just a little bit with some missed free throws. Uh, there in the very end, but ultimately uh, Altamont did enough, and I ended up picking up the uh, win uh, there on Tuesday. As was Cade Millville, the uh, sophomore, leading the way, having 17 points offensively. Eli Miller had that made three there at the end of the third, and he ended up with 12 points on the night, and Cade Miller finished with eight points uh, there. So a uh, low-scoring affair, and kind of left the door open a little bit for Flora. They essentially make a comeback there on Tuesday, but ultimately a win is a win, and Altamont will take it at this point, and uh, they'll be back in action uh, here tonight trying to build off that after finishing in third place in the NCC tournament. Yeah, definitely trying to build off uh, build off that, the third place finish in the NCC tournament. Uh, yeah, that was just a rock. That was just uh, – I keep trying to find a better word than this, Travis, but the only word I can come up with Ugly, ugly win, you know, and it, it, it was just one of those games that you just, you know, like you said, it was just kind of a slugfest, and it was just, just back back and forth, and just kind of a deep defensive battle, I guess you could say, and, uh, you know, Cade Millville did have 17 points, but, uh, yeah, it was just uh, one, of, one of those games you just, uh, I don't know, I'll, it wasn't hard to watch, but I, I, I don't don't have any other term for it. So, uh, but anyway, Altamont did, did come away with the win, and uh, you know, uh, glad, glad to get the win. And uh, they say they stay undefeated in the uh, or not, they're undefeated in their conference. They're looking to stay undefeated in their conference uh, here tonight. I gave them the 15th win of the season uh, Tuesday against against Forest. So they definitely want to keep that uh, uh, keep keep going and uh, you know win here tonight and. Uh, Keep improving in the NTC regular season, and they, uh, you know, they don't, after tonight they don't get much rest, but they do have a game, do have a game tomorrow. So, uh, but first you got to look look ahead to this one, and uh, you know, CHBC. I mean, their record is ten and fifteen, but uh, definitely don't definitely don't let let that fool you fool you too much. They are playing, they are playing good basketball. I think they went, uh, I think they went two two and one as well, or three and one maybe in the NTC tournament. I'm not I'm not sure, but I know they. They did. They didn't win uh, win a couple games, and uh, you know they're they're looking looking pretty good. And uh, 
five, I remember last year's game was at Alvin I remember the first half, you know, the GSBC come out, come out hard and come out to play and gave, definitely gave the Indians a scare. So I, you know, I wouldn't, uh, you know, expect, uh, expect kind of, kind of same here tonight, but, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes here. Yeah. Keep minutes here from start, start of the game. As, uh, like you mentioned there, uh, Dominic Alspina, three and zero right now in the National Trail, and uh, CHBC uh, comes in at a, a two and three uh, record uh, in the conference. And uh, Cowden was also in action on a Tuesday night, but they suffered an 82-44 loss against Mulberry Grove. And we were talking about that with uh, Coach after the uh, game. And uh, Mulberry Grove, they had the seven-point lead after the first quarter, and. Uh, they just kind of extended that uh, by every quarter, and uh, they led by 20 at halftime. And then in the fourth quarter, they dropped 30 points onto the Bobcats uh, there. Mulberry Grove had two different players in 20-plus uh, points. That's going to happen when you give up 82 on the night. But uh, for the uh, Bobcats, they were led by Clayton Wojcik. The uh, seniors scored a 24 points, and they lost against Mulberry Grove uh, there. Uh, then uh, no one else really was close to double figures. The next closest person was uh, Carson Evans, another senior. Uh, he had seven points uh, there, but that was the closest we got to a double-figure score besides uh, Wojcik uh, there. And uh, Clayton Wojcik, he had a, a great uh, tournament during the NTC week as he uh, made the all-tournament team uh, there, just putting up the points night in and uh, night out. Definitely one of the uh, shining stars for Beecher City uh, there. Uh, during NTC week, and uh, they did go one and two in uh, the uh, tournament, or one and three uh, in uh, the uh, tournament. Uh, there, they did pick up an opening night victory against the Yoga, uh, but then uh, they uh, fell from there on out. They uh, lost in the uh, quarterfinals to uh, St. Anthony, and then uh, North Clay, and that pushed them to the seventh place game. And a close game against uh, South Central once again, uh, but the Cougars got them by three, uh, 45 to 42 getting a little bit of revenge and then uh, their game right before the uh, NTC tournament. And that was uh, crazy uh, here, and it was right here. And there's a building that uh, them and South Central went toe-to-toe and went, ended up going up two overtime uh, there with uh, South Central getting uh, the win there in a double OT. And it was Caden uh, Calme as he, he hit a half-court shot to tie the game at the buzzer send it in overtime and then uh, South Central had an opportunity to win it in uh, uh, the first overtime session but uh, made two out of the three free throws to only tie the game uh, there and then they went to uh, the uh, second overtime uh, there and Cowden ended up coming away with the double overtime win uh, there uh, that night uh, there so uh, THBC like we mentioned though is playing some good basketball uh, in the NTC tournament, despite some of those losses, that North Clay game was uh, close. The uh, South Central game uh, was close. And, of course, St. Anthony was St. Anthony as uh, they uh, had uh, one outstanding, uh, one bad quarter, and then uh, St. Anthony turned it on uh, there in the uh, quarterfinal uh, game. They've already won as many more games than they won the entire last year. They're only 9-21 and 21 last year, and they're already up to uh, 10 wins uh, there. So, uh, you know, uh, Coach Thompson is uh, trying to turn this program around. And, uh, you know, this year they're putting some pieces together. I know they'll ha- have some uh, seniors graduating like Wojcik uh, and a couple others. Uh, but they've really been uh, playing 
uh, some decent basketball, and uh, a lot of games have been closed uh, as well. And that's really all you can ask for um, out of a team is to uh, have close games, and they'll eventually turn into wins. And it's kind of nice to see the Bobcats uh, turn in some of those uh, wins in that they had last year into more wins. So uh, it's kind of nice to see out of the Bobcats. No, it, it definitely, it definitely is. Definitely is nice, nice to see that out of the uh, out of Bobcats turn, you know, turn those in, in the win. I guess I thought they did better in the NCC tournament, but uh, nonetheless, I think I think they maybe I thought they won since some of those games were close. But, uh, anyway, it is what it is. Like you said, Travis, they're doing, you know, they got ten wins, you know, on the season. They only won nine games last year, so definitely, you know, definitely, definitely improving, and uh, you know. Uh, you know, for you know, for Cal and Eric, City, you know that's that's what that's definitely what you want is progress. Like I said, Coach Thompson's trying to turn turn the program around, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, against teams like like St. Anthony and stuff like that, you know, I mean, St. Anthony, they're number one and one able for a reason. And uh, but but anyway, you know, it's zero. You know, they're out there, and it's, and it's uh, each and every night, you know, playing competitive stuff, basketball, keeping keeping games close. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, if you're a coach or any a fan watching, I mean, that's what you want to come to see, competitive basketball. And, uh, you know, with the uh, time of soccer, you know, uh, Mulberry Grove by, by 40 the way they did. But uh, I'm sure that's probably just, uh, just an anomaly. So I'm sure they're probably looking to get back on track here tonight against uh, against Alzheimer's. If you're the Indians, uh, you're just, uh, you know, wanting to uh, keep, keep continuing the uh, – for you know progress as well as you got 15 wins on the season looking for number 16 number 16 here tonight and uh you know they i'm sure they know in the back the back of their mind you know they got a tough tough game tomorrow night against uh against lawrenceville you know, receiving some votes in uh in the 2a bowl so uh they definitely want to get in here and uh, take care take care of business tonight against the bobcats right so definitely want to uh, you know, won't be uh, easy task, but uh, I know the Indians are definitely up for the challenge. And you got to pick up a conference win uh, as well, and uh, especially with uh, both uh, St. Omar Brownstown and uh, St. Anthony uh, looming towards the end of the year. There, we will get you the uh, updated uh, brackets for the girls' basketball uh, postseason tournament as those were revealed, and the boys will be revealed uh, next week. And uh, elsewhere in this uh, conference tonight, a big game there at the Inlow Center with St. Anthony and the Topless uh, matching up. We also got a Dietrich out of North Clay and uh, uh, St. Elmo, Brownstown at uh, South Central. And two games out of conference, we'll just two straws at Mobile Grove and Dioga at a Sand Oval. And then over on a WCRA, Argenta coming into Toledo tonight to take on Cumberland. Looks like both teams are ready for the National Anthem, so we'll step away for the National Anthem. Brought to you by Team Lee Insurance Agency. And then we'll be back between the tip-off of this one between Altamont and CHBC here this evening. You're listening to Indians Basketball on Jack FM.
shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Beecher City High School. Altamont, we're in Beecher City this evening. The starting of five, first for the visiting Altamont Indians into their road of black uniforms with orange numbers and white trim. They're going to go with number five, Caden Davis, a 5'10 senior. Number 14, Eli Miller, the six-foot senior. Number 22, Akade Millville, the 6'2 sophomore. Number 24, Adam McManaway, the 6'3 uh, senior. And number 42, Akade Miller, the 6'5 senior. So again, it's Davis, Miller, Eli Miller, that is. Millville, McManaway, Akade Miller, the 5 before the 15 and 5. Upmont Indians, coached by uh, John Eberge, assisted by Trent Cool and Brian Suko. As well for the Bobcats of CHBC, they're going to go with number three Carson Evans, a five-eight senior. Number four Clayton Wojcik, a six-three senior. Number twelve Caden Calme, he's a five-eight junior. Number fourteen AJ Rabbaugh, six-one junior. And also number twenty-two Gage Lork, a six-foot senior. Again, it's Evans, Wojcik, Calme, Rabbaugh, and Lork. The uh, five uh, there uh, for CHBC, uh, coached by Tanner Thompson and AJ uh, Miller as well. So, uh, like we mentioned here around the uh, conference tonight, we'll look out for that Tanzany Town score. And then, uh, yes, we mentioned that Alpha picked up a game tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Will be the tip-off in Olney at Olney Central College, and it's going to be up against uh, Lawrenceville. And uh, Lawrenceville's actually beat Newton once already uh, this season and uh, they fell in the conference tournament against the Eagles but Altamont uh, saw Newton earlier on in the season so we know how tough the Eagles are so uh, looking forward to uh, that one at OCC uh, tomorrow and the varsity will play first by the way and then the JV game will follow that uh, so we'll be there to broadcast the at 4 o'clock so uh, that's what's going on tomorrow and Caden Miller is going to be uh, tipping off against uh, Clayton Wojcik and it's going to be a one by Altamont, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial as it'll be a McManaway and taking it across the floor for the Indians. As it'll be uh, picking up a screen there by Millville, trying to dump it down low to Caden uh, Miller, but instead it was knocked out, but it'll stay right here with the Indians. And so the bounds there to Caden uh, Miller here on the right side. Get things over to uh, Millville. Now McManaway here at the top of the key. Now Millville's going to fire for three. That's good. And that's a start. Great start there for Altamont. It's 3 nothing. He was a high scorer last game. Just four of Kate Millville. So, yeah, starting off hot here. There we go. Callum will give it over to a Wojcik. Wojcik drives and was cut off. Now gives it back over to Evans here on the left wing. THBC going left or right on your radio dial. Callum will give the ball at the free throw line, and they'll get it back 
uh, there to Radloff. And now it's going to be Callum taking a jumper just inside the arc. And first two points for CHBC there. It's 3-2. to Nice little jumper there just right inside the arc by Callum. As it'll be McManaway at the top of the key over to Davis for three. It's no good. And rebounded by Radloff. That was a nice open look there by KD. Just couldn't get it to go in. And Callum will get it over there in the corner to Radloff. Now they'll dump it down low there to Alort. As he was cutting to the rim, and now they'll back it back out to the three-point line and to Callum. He takes a jumper a little short, rebounded by Davis. Davis brings the ball up, gives it off to Eli, and now he dishes off to Millville in the corner. He's open for three. Back iron too strong, but it's tipped out by Caden Miller. And now it's my extra possession here. We're working around the arc. Katie's open again for three, and that one's short off the front of the rim. And rebounded by Radloff. Nice offensive rebound there by Caden Miller. Give Alphamont that extra possession. Unfortunately, they couldn't uh, capitalize on it. So Evans will get the ball over there to Radloff. He drives strong to the hole, lays off the glass and in. The CHBC has the lead, 4-3. to three. Yeah, Radloff kind of drove around uh, Caden Miller there and just put it up and in. So he get things over up top to McManaway. And McManaway back to Davis. He's open, but then he passes it up back to McManaway. He's open for three, and he splashes it home. Aiden McManaway for three, and Alphamont regains the lead, 6-4. Manaway was open there on the, on the wing, and that was a nice, uh, nice open three there. He's able to get to go in. Full court pressure applied there by the Indians, and it's going to be a strong drive to the hole. Lefty layup for Radloff up and in, and we're tied at six. And that ball's going to go out of bounds with a uh, turnover. Trying to hit Millville here on the right wing. Instead, it was a too far on the intended target, and it'll be a turnover to CHPC. First turnover of the game for either team happens to be problem. Well, about five minutes to go in the opening quarter. We're all tied up at six. They go to Callum. Now down low to Wojcik, and he goes up and underneath the basket. Wojcik scores two points. Cowden takes the lead back, eight to six. Nice passing there by CHBC to find Wojcik down, down low. And he finished the opportunity there as Millville will get here on the baseline. And to Kata Miller, he'll kick it back out to Manaway at the top of the circle. He gives it off to a Millville this time from the other side for three. It's good. It's been all three so far for Altamont, and it's 9-8 Altamont with the lead back. Well, they're, uh, they're three, three for six so far as a team, so 50%, so not too bad from three-point range so far. A little high pass there for Lorton, but he catches that at the free throw line, and then a block from behind by Caden Miller on Rocha. Which I thought he had a clean basket there, but instead a block from behind there by Caden. So did I. Eli takes his jump shot just inside the free throw line, and it's off, and rebounded by Lorton. Four minutes to go in the opening quarter. Altamont has the one-point lead, and it's a give-and-go, and a behind-the-back pass was saved from going out. Wojcik finds Callum, and now they'll find Evans out for three. It's good. Wow. Everybody making threes here. That's one for Carson Evans. And it's Beecher City back in the lead, 11-9. Raining threes here, 9-4 made between the two teams so far. Uh, not raining outside, thank goodness, but right. it is raining threes. High pass. Dangerous cross-court pass there from McManaway. And uh, they're going to get a foul on Altamont, an offensive foul. 
2014, Eli Miller, his first album on the first quarter. Yeah, his, uh, I think it was Lort, or it was uh, Wojcik there trying to grab the pass, and Eli caught him up in the air. Sub coming in for CHBC uh, as Wyatt Ruff, who checked into the game. And this is Evans with the basketball here at the volleyball line, and it's going to be a dip by McManoway, and Wojcik had to go in the backboard to corral it. And now we're going here as it's Callum. A little bit of an awkward catch, but he gets it down, and now he's trying to size up Davis. Coming up on three minutes to go in the opening quarter. We go over to a rough here on the left side. And rough. He has it knocked away and stolen away by Caden Miller. And there's going to be a foul on the floor. And so it'll be out of bounds on the sidelines there. South Moss. Foul's on the number 22. Uh, Gage Lorton for Cotton Harry Beach City. That's his first, their team's first quarter. So Davis will take a seat, and Alec Yarhouse will check in for the first time tonight. Altamont with the ball. They're down by two. And Millville cross court pass for Yarhouse. He fakes the three and then dribbles to his right side. Gives off to Kaden Miller on the baseline, and they're going to be a, a travel, I believe. I believe so. He driving on the baseline, kind of slipped and fell down, and unfortunately had to hold the ball. Yeah, it took so. too many steps, so yeah. that'll be a turnover back to the Bobcats. As they have the 11-9 lead, backdoor cut, they lost rough, and he goes up and in. It's now 13-9, CHBC. Anyway, I find Millville here, and now Eli, over to Akeda Miller here on the right baseline, and now back over to Millville. Kaden Miller fires the cross-throw pass was way too high on another turnover there. Cross-court, too much mustard on that one. Turnover to the Bobcats. Definitely, definitely too much mustard on, on that one. If Jarhouse uh, had been a few inches taller, he might have been able to corral it. But, uh, nonetheless, that time he wasn't able to. A little high pass for a Wojcik, but he uh, corrals it, and now he goes back out to rough, rough. Takes too many steps with the basketball as he was driving to the basket. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. So luckily their turnover to, don't cost them, the Indians. No, very lucky there. CSBC, that's their second turnover. Altamont has three turnovers. Under two to go here in the opening quarter. Altamont down by four. McManaway here at the top of the circle. He picked it up. Now over to Eli here just inside the free throw line. Over to Yaros in the corner for three. It's off, and it's a fight for the rebound, and it goes to Wojcik. Wojcik dribbles through traffic. Evans is open in the corner for three, and he's blocked it home. Nothing but net. For Carson Evans, his second made three. It's 16-9, to CHBC. For two, McManaway. He drives, and a pull-up jumper is short, and rebounded by Evans. Bobcats looking to run. Evans. Goes up and back iron, and it's going to be rebounded by Millville. Millville gets off to Eli, and now Eli looks to get it back to Millville, which he does. Going up on a minute to go in the opening quarter. Baseline here to Kaden Miller, and he's just going to take the jumper, and it's good. And it's 16 to 11. Nice little jumper there by uh, by Kaden Miller. He was, he was wide open. He thought about driving the baseline, but and it, Coach Thompson and called that timeout there. I saw the half-court trap and uh, called the timeout to bail out the Bobcats from a turnover there. So we'll take a quick timeout as well. 
Let's say Indians basketball here on Jack of Them. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Beecher City. The Bobcats lead by five, but they were in a little bit of trouble there. So, Tommy took the 30-second timeout. And Ruff, as in the post, now back out. Free throw line jumper is made there by Lawrence. They lead 18-11 to the Bobcats. Lawrence's first two points of the night. 24 seconds to go in the first quarter. Eli here on the right wing. And now Eli with it, looking for someone to pass to. Can't find anybody. Finds Millville here on the right side. He dribbles inside. Layup is off. No good, but he gets his own miss back. Nine seconds to go. Bradle also checked in on that last break. And Yardhouse misses the three. Long rebound goes to Wojcik. One second left. Step back three is too late. And it wouldn't have counted. And so after one quarter of play. It is CHBC in the lead, 18-2-11 here at Beecher City. And we'll be back here for the second quarter. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack and Vince. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Start of the uh, second quarter here in at Beecher City. The Bobcats with the basketball. They also have the seven-point lead here as well. High post uh, there uh, by uh, Lorton, and he's been around and lost it. Outlet pass to Kaden Miller. Layup off the glass and in for Kaden Miller. Off the assist there by Millville. It's 18-13. That's what we're used to seeing from the Indians. Rough, nearly lost it. Strong contact, too, and left the... Shot way short. Rebounded by Caden Miller. McMahon away here on the right side. Eli sends it to Radel here on the baseline. Back out to Eli for three. Good. Three-pointer for Eli Miller. His first point. It's 18 to 16. Strong start here in the second quarter so far for Altamont. As they go over to Wojcik here on the left side. And now he puts it on the ground. And another steal by McMahon away. 
Melville looking to run, and a layup is good. Count the basket, and the foul, and he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Come out on fire here in the second quarter. We're tied at 18. Strong 7-7-0 run here so far. Route them on. Melville can stretch to eight. Melville puts up and it's good. So he makes the and one free throw. And now Altamont regains the lead back 19-18. As it was uh, Davis checking back in, and Millville take a seat. Ocek here on the right side. He gives it back off to Ruff. Now they throw high post to Lorton. We're going to do something with it. He gives off to Callum straight on three. Back iron a little too strong. And Lorton trying to track down the rebound, but can't grab it. So he touched it last, but it'll be Indian basketball. I forgot to mention that foul on Millville was on Gage's work for uh, the Bobcats. That's uh, Gage's second foul. Got here to stage first in the quarter. One thing I did notice that uh, THBC in the NCC tournament really didn't go too deep into their bench. So uh, they got a lot of players, but they just don't uh, go very deep. Six or seven guys is all about it. And uh, now uh, to uh, Davis here on the left side, lobs it to Eli Miller. wasn't quite ready for it. He tried to give it back to Davis. They just throw away. Now it's a bad possession all the way around. Yeah, it was. It was a bad possession. All the way around. You mentioned they don't go very deep, Travis. It's like, uh, yeah, they probably uh, they got three seniors, three or four juniors, and after that, freshmen and sophomores. Thrown away by the Bobcats. Intercepted by McManway. So another turnover here in this quarter for CHBC, and it goes right through the lake. Okay, to Miller. So turnover right back. And it's a rough, strong drive to the hole. He tried to save it from going out, and instead throws it right into the hands of Radel. So now Indians take back over. Davis gives things over to McManaway. Under six to go here in the second quarter. Still a one-point lead for Alphamont. Davis in the corner for three. No good. And rebounded there by Callum. That was Lorton. And it'll be out of bounds, though. And so it'll be over to CHBC. Eli Miller would take a seat in your house. Checks back in. 5.45 to go here in the second quarter. Altamont leads 19-18. But a strong run here. 8-0 run to start this quarter. Has them with a one-boy lead. They go down low to Lorton. Back out. Now they kick it to Wojcik up at the top of the key. Now they swing things over to Rodloff here in the right corner. And it was knocked away from behind by Caden Miller. So it stays right here with the Bobcats. Nice effort there by uh, Caden Miller to try to uh, knock that one away. Unfortunately, he knocked it out of bounds. Ruff will take a seat, and Evans will check back in for the Bobcats. And no one's open, so uh, Evans is going to call the timeout. So we'll take a timeout as well with the Bobcats. Southmont leads 19 to 8. 5.25 to go here in the second quarter. We'll be right back at 30 seconds. Let's say Indian basketball here on Jack of M. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. 
We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. to get the inbound pass here as it goes over there to Radloff here at the right elbow. Now to a Callum, throws it to Wojcik. It was deep underneath the basket. He's trying to get position back, and they're going to get a foul on Altamont. So it's Wojcik fighting for a position there. Instead, they're going to go against that. The foul's going to go against Altamont. Foul's on uh, McManaway. That's his first, Almar's first quarter. So it'll be another inbound pass on the baseline there for the Bobcats. And they get in the time to Wojcik. Wojcik has it here at the volleyball line over in the corner to a Lorton. Lorton high with the basketball. Now they go underneath and now back out to Radloff. Jumper is off. And the fight for the loose ball. And it goes to the Bobcats as Radloff is the one. We got that in the corner for three by Callum. It's no good, but it's rebounded again by Radloff. He lost it on the way up. But DHBC gets it back. Evans has it poked away. McManoy dives on the floor, and it's going to be a three ball by DHBC in the corner. No by Callum. And an outlet pass to McManoy. Spin around the other way. Off the glass. And in for Aiden McManoy. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Nice job there by McManoy. Delay it. Lay it up and in off the blackboard. That foul by DHBC is on the... Uh, Carson Evans, his first, DHBC's first quarter. So the run continues for Altamont, a 10-0 run here in the second quarter. McManaway looking for more. Yarhouse and Kata Miller took a seed, and uh, Radel and Millville are back in. And it makes it an 11-0 run to start the second quarter as McManaway finishes the end one. 22-18, change of fortunes here in the second quarter. Callum passes over to Radloff in the corner. Now he'll drive baseline. And he kicks it back out to Evans here across court. Now over to Wojcik here on the right wing. They find Callum in the corner. Down low to Radloff. And he puts it up underneath the basket. No good. And rebounded by Davis there. Four minutes to go here in the half as Manaway gets it to Eli. As he had to jump for that. Now swinging over to Millville. Open for three. Too long. Right into the hands of Radloff, an air ball. And the Callum the other way, puts up the floater. It's no good. Rebounded by Millville. Millville uh, driving through traffic, and Radel tries to finish the layup. No good. And a couple of Bobcats come crashing here to the stage, but Radel's going to go to the line for two shots here. Foul's going to be on uh, Gage Lorton for CHBC. That's his third, team's third of the quarter. So to be a Radel shooting two here. Free throw is off the front of the rim. No good, but Ben will get another one. As Wharton will take a seat with those three fouls. And Russ will have to check back in. And also uh, August Kozar checks into the game for the first time for the Bobcats. Radel's the second free throw. Out of the way, and that one's also a little short and rebounded by Radbob. 
3.30 to go here in the second quarter. THBC still hasn't scored in this quarter. Cozart with a basketball. They find uh, Radloff in the right corner. Looking to do something with it. Trying to dump it down low to Ocek, but it's almost intercepted by McManaway there, but he was out of bounds. So will stay right here at THBC. Radel will take a seat, and Kaden Miller will check back in. So it'll be underneath the basket. Inbounding is Cozart. Looks to get it in and off of uh, Wojcik's face there, and he had to track it down here towards half court. But he gets control of it. So Wojcik dribbles to his right, dribbles into a double team, and there's a blocking foul. And it's in the area of Eli, and sure it is. It is on him. That's Eli Miller's second foul. I was on second of the quarter. So they'll check out, and Yarhouse will check back in. Also, Callum checks back in. And it was Radloff who's the one taking his seat. And now Coach Niebergy wants a timeout. So we'll take a timeout with him as well. Altamont leads 22 to 18, 308 to go here in the second. We'll be right back. You're listening to Indians Basketball here on Jack Event. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Beecher City. Bobcats still with a goose egg here in uh, the uh, second quarter. It's been an 11-0 quarter for Altamont going on so far. And uh, Coach Seberg, he took that last time out, his first one of the game. Now Altamont leads 22-18 with three ways to go in the first half. Inbounds easily to Evans as he had at the top of the key. And Yarhouse hit the deck, but he got right back up. And Cozart traveled with it. Too many steps there by the Bobcats. And another turnover for them. Is it back to Altamont trying to increase their lead? That's uh, CSBC's seventh turnover so far tonight. That's really most of them come here in the second quarter. Yes, they have. Davis up top to McManaway at the top of the key. He picked up his dribble back to Davis. Not about a three, but now they go down low to Kata Miller. Back out to McManaway for three. Yeah. Another three of four, Aiden McManaway is second on the ninth. And it's 25-18. The run continues. McManaway's got nine points so far tonight. As it'll be a Kozar getting to Evans here on the right side. Now back out in the corner for three. Callum, he can't get it to go either. But, uh, Millville couldn't control the rebound, and he lost it out of bounds. So will stay right here with the Bobcats. They'll inbound underneath the basket on the right side. And Kozar gets it in to two Callum. Calmo to a low check. Double team gets right through it. Puts it up. No good. And the rebound goes to Davis. Over to McManaway. Now over to Yarhouse here in the front court. And Kata Miller jumper hit the side of the rim, backboard. And rebounded by Evans. Nearly picked off by Davis, but... It'll be a jumper for Callum. That was no good either. 
battle for the board between Evans and Yarhouse. They're going to say it was off of Alex, so it'll stay right here with CHPC. Under two to go here in the second. Still searching for their first point of the quarter. Evans gets it back to Cozart off the inbound. Cozart gets it back to Evans now here on the right side. They're going to get it in to Wojcik, but it was cut off by McManaway. Now it's going to be Evans picking it up, just throws it up there, trying to bank it. No good, but Wojcik gets the board, hands off to Kozar, puts it up. It's too strong, and Alex Yarhouse with a rebound. Yarhouse slows things down and gets it to Millville, is cutting to the rim. Nice extra pass to find Caden Miller with a layup. Another nice assist there by Millville, 27-18. That was a nice assist there by Millville. Those extra passes are paying off here tonight. And it's a Callum in the corner to Evans for three. Too strong. It's an air ball. And it's going to be out of bounds. And it was off of a Popcat, so it'll be out my ball. 16-0 here in the second quarter for the Indians. And we're a minute, coming up on a minute to go in the half. Free throw line, fires it over to Davis in the corner for three. It's off and rebounded by Ruff. Checked back into the game. We're under a minute to go here before halftime. Bobcats just looking for something in this quarter. Don't want to get sh- shut out. And there's 40 seconds left. They go over to Kozar here on the right wing. Picks up a screen there by Wojcik. Kozar passes back out to Callum for three. And finally, points on the board for CHBC in the quarter. And it comes to Caden Kelm. Kelm and it's 27-21. And high pass for Yarhouse here in the left corner. 15 seconds left. Over to McManaway up top. Manaway picks it up over to Kaden Miller. He spins around at the free throw line. Jumper good for Kaden Miller. 29-21. Five seconds left. Kozar the other way. He tries to pass going by Millville. Half-court shot. Oh, it's the front of the rim. Uh, no good, but it was a nice attempt there. And uh, so, HBC didn't quite get shut out in the quarter. They got two points. But that's about it. So it's Altamont with the lead now, 29-21 at the half. We'll be back here in a few minutes, and you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618 322 6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. 
We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Beecher City High School. It's a light show there performed by the cheerleaders and a dance team here at a CHBC. And our eyes adjust to the light. Now, as I thought we were going to have to do the whole halftime show in pitch darkness. When they say they turn the lights off, they turn every light off in here, including the scoreboard as well. Had to resort. Thank goodness for technology with the uh, flashlights on our phones. As uh, Dominic calculating the stats uh, there in the dark, but uh, nice performance there. uh, There at halftime, definitely something unique and uh, pretty cool there. 
uh, 29-21, a pretty cool half for second quarter, really, uh, for Altamont there. As uh, they outscored the Bobcats there, 18-3 to uh, there in that second quarter to take the 29-21 lead uh, here at halftime. And I also wanted to uh, pass along that the uh, JV game. Uh, Altamont won that one, a 33-24 over CHBC in the game before. So trying to pull off a two-game sweep here tonight uh, are the uh, Indians. So uh, that is what we got here at halftime as early on the three-pointers were really falling uh, for Altamont. CHBC did a lot of good things there in the first quarter, but unfortunately uh, the uh, turnovers cost them there in the second quarter, cost them the lead, and Altamont got going. Uh, there in the second quarter as well. So uh, still don't have a, a score from uh, St. Anthony uh, there between Topless and uh, the uh, Bulldogs there. But I wanted to mention here why I have a chance before we turn things over to uh, Dominic for the stats. The girls' uh, seeds and brackets were released uh, earlier this afternoon, and Altman uh, pulled the uh, two seed yesterday, and the brackets were revealed today as they're the uh, top seed there in the Dietrich Regional as uh, their first game will be on a Monday, uh, February 12th, and uh, that's at a 6 o'clock tip-off, and that's going to be against Yoga and Sarah Gordo, the winner. They'll face on that Monday, and uh, Yoga and uh, Sarah Gordo will uh, face off in Yoga next Saturday uh, for the right to take on Altamont there. And uh, Dietrich, they are taking on uh, Red Hill uh, next Saturday as well, and Dietrich, and the winner of that game will take on the three-seed Decatur St. Theresa following the Altamont game on a Monday, uh, February 12th there. And then the regional championship will be uh, the uh, 15th on Thursday in the Dietrich at, five o'clock, or at 6 o'clock. And the winner of the Dietrich Regional will take on the winner of the Okaw Valley Regional. And the top seed there is Tuscola as well. So if you want to go far in the postseason, Lady Indians, it appears that a rematch with Tuscola is in the works, but... I'll sleep on that, that Bulldogs team from St. Teresa. Uh, they've played a lot of good competition uh, this year, and they should be uh, pretty formidable there. So uh, before we get here to the uh, third quarter, I'll turn things over to Dominic uh, for the uh, stats from the first half. You said you're worried about the Deidre girls team, too. Uh, even though they got the five seeds on their home floor, I know. Uh, gave out my here, here, right here in this building. Don't really sleep on any team in the postseason, no matter what their record. Uh, anyway, let's look at some stats here from this game as uh, Alamont outscored the HBC 16 to three there in the second quarter for their 29-21 lead. First of all, for Gatineau Beach City, uh, Carson Evans has uh, six points, no open two from the field, and two for three from three-point range. Clayton Wojcik is one for two from the field and open one from three-point range with two points. And uh, Wyatt Rupp is uh, one for two from the field with two points. Gallum is one for four from the field and one for four from three-point range with five points. Co-starts over one from the field. A.J. Radloff two for four from the field with four points. And Gage Lord is one for one from the field with two points. THBC is 6-16 from the field and for 37% and three of eight from three-point range. Four is, uh, he's got 21 points for Altamont. Yarhouse is over two from three-point range. Kate Davis is over four from three-point range. 
excuse me, Eli Miller is 0 for 1 from the field and 1 for 1 from the three-point range and three points. Kate Melville, 1 for 2 from the field, 2 for 4 from the three-point range and 1 for 1 from the free-throw line with nine points. And McManaway, 1 for 2 from the field and 2 for 2 from the three-point range and 1 for 1 from the free-throw range with nine points. And Kate Miller, 4 for 5 from the field with uh, eight points for her total of 29. Alphamon, 6 for 11 from the field for 54, 54%, 5 for 13 from three-point range for 38%, and 2 4 from the free-throw line for 50%. So Alphamon definitely took over there in the second quarter, Travis, and uh, dominated after uh, being down by seven there after the first quarter. So let's see if we can uh, – Alphamon continues to uh, control the game here and uh, – Assert more dominance here in the second half. Starters out there on the floor for Altima, Eli Miller, Kaden Miller, Davis, and McManaway. And Millville is going to be the one taking it out. And the starters out there for CHBC as well, minus Lorton, who has those three fouls. It is uh, Wojcik out there, also uh, Radloff, as well as uh, Evans. And I would say missed three pointer there by Davis, but Kaden Miller pulls down the offensive rebound. And Altima will be going left or right on your radio dial here to start the tap. As also uh, Callum is out there as well. So uh, we got a, a knockaway there by Wojcik, but instead there's going to be a foul there on the Bobcats. Foul is going to be on uh, number four, Peyton Wojcik. That's his first. CHBC's first uh, four. Oh, it was... Uh, one starter didn't look like they were out there, and Morton is actually out there. It's a wrap off is the one that's not out there uh, for the Bobcats there. Uh, Ru- uh, Millville has the ball here on the right side. Uh, McManaway has it. They go high post for Eli. Down low to Kaden Miller. Left soft layup is good. And first two points of the half go to Altamont. They lead by 10 now, 31-21. Great job of finding Kaden Miller down below. Like you said, just a soft layup up and in. And Evans has it here, being uh, guarded closely by Millville. And uh, CHBC going right to left on your radio dial. Who had the backdoor cut for a second, but it would have been a tight window. Wojcik goes in the corner there, too rough. He drives, thought about a spin move. And he's in a little bit of trouble, trying to find someone to pass to. High pass for Lorton, but connect. Lorton dribbles to his right and hands off there to Evans. Evans dribbles inside, stops and pops. Back iron, no, but he gets his own miss back. And back out to Callum, no. And they go uh, down low. Callum, nice catch. Rough gets a uh, Caden in the air. Jump shot. Takes a couple bounces and off. Rebounded by Millville. Millville trying to split the defense. He picked it up. Had it knocked away by Wojcik. But right into McManaway. Now Caden Miller has it here in the left corner. Now back to McManaway. I get it back to Millville. Wasn't quite ready for it, but he connects. Eli turnaround jumper in the paint. No good. And the rebound is too rough for CHBC. Under six to go here in the uh, third. A ten-point lead, a four-out spot. Wojak has it here on the left side. Tries to break free from McManaway. Drives inside, puts up the shot. Had it blocked again by Caden Miller. Run of the fast break, Altamont, and Millville has it. Underneath the basket, throws up the shot, no good. And Ruff tries to throw it off Eli Miller, but it goes right over to Caden Miller, and he goes up and in for the layup. 33-21 now. Nice shot there by Caden Miller to 
grab that and put it up and in. And Ross gives it over to uh, Callum. Callum now back over to Lorton here on the right side. Now Evans up top gets a screen from Lorton. Gets a jump shot. Is no good. Rebounded by McManaway. Tosses it up to uh, Millville. Millville the other way. Layup is good for Millville. Lefty layup. And a, a timeout uh, for uh, Coach Thompson. 35-21 now for Altamont. And five minutes to go here in the third. We'll take a break. And you're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack Events. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Backdoor cut to Wojcik and there's going to be a... a, a Injury there for the uh, Bobcats. Uh, kind of a close, tight quarters there as that ball hit the official there. But it was uh, Callum who got uh, caught underneath the pile there and twisted his ankle there and let him get off the floor. So it'll just be out of bounds to a CHBC and uh, Callum will hop off the floor. As why is walking very gingerly on that yeah, right ankle? So, part of it there. As uh, Coach Thompson and the trainer help him over to a extra chair over there, and it'll be a CHBC maintaining possession here. They dump it uh, down low to uh, Radloff, who checked back in, and now a too rough run of baseline. Can't get it to fall, and the long rebound goes to Davis. Davis uh, the other way here. Crossbar pass to Yarhouse to check in. McManaway is open for three. Good. Another three uh, for McManaway. His third of the night. And it's 38-21. And it's poked away from behind. And Kata Miller up to McManaway again. Layup is good the other way. And uh, so two more for McManaway. And now Coach Thompson. Takes the full timeout here, and we'll take a timeout as well. What a reversal of fortune. At least 19 now for Altamont, 40 to 21. We'll be right back at 30 seconds. Let's take the Indians basketball here on Jack of M. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Beecher City High School. Uh, uh, Altamont has taken uh, full control of uh, this one. Just the last 20, 25 minutes of real time, it's been like 29 to 3. Altamont outscoring uh, the Bobcats here as uh, 
Bobcats try to change it out. Wojcik fires it up in the corner. No good. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. Still can't find anything for the Bobcats offensively. Four minutes to go here in the third. Davis cross court to McManaway. Back to Davis. And Davis now will take a jumper from the baseline. It's in. KD's first two. It's 42 to 21. 21 point lead now for Altamont. Yeah, CHBC had that great first quarter, but not much since. No, Wojcik, mid-range jumper. Can't get that one to fall either, but it tips around, gets his own miss back. He goes underneath and count the basket and the foul. So played Wojcik will go to the free throw line for the old-fashioned three-point delay. Foul's going to be on uh, number one, Alec Yarhouse. That's his first. That was my first quarter. And uh, Wojcik. And one free throw is good. And the stuff coming in as uh, McManaway is the one going to be uh, taking a seat after having a great little spurt. So it's Yarhouse. Eli Miller, Caden Miller, Millville, and Radel on the floor for Altamont. Millville, Millville will be the one bringing it up. As he directs traffic here. As he crosses over, gives it to Radel. Radel kicks it off in the corner of the yard. It's open for three, and he slashes it home. Alex first three of the night. And it's 45-24. Altamont in complete control here. And a Wojcik throws a pass to a Lorton. Now fires it back up top to Wojcik. Swinging it around here to Evans on the perimeter. It's off. Rebounded by Eli. Long outlet pass to Yarhouse. Lobs it over to Kaden Miller. Let's one guy go by. Up and in. For Kaden Miller. He's now 14 and 47-24. Now much can't do anything wrong here lately. DHBC just can't, uh, can't buy a bucket. 23-point lead now for the Indians as we got 2.30 to go here in the third. As Evans is screened there by Radloff, and he'll give it right back to Evans, and no one was looking for it as he was trying to get it to work, but he wasn't ready. Millville, other way, another extra pass. Finds Kaden Miller open for the layup. Three nice assists all to Kaden Miller this time for Millville in the game. Lead grows to 25. It's 49-24. Got to give it to CHBC, though. They're, uh, they're still playing hard. not giving up. Lord back down. Kata Miller goes up and in for Lord. His second basket. 49-26. Minute 45 to go here in the third. As Millville will get it over to Yarhouse here on the left side. Now Eli with it. Is over to Caden uh, Miller. Now Millville here on the right wing. And Millville has it. And he'll dribble back up top. And he'll direct a little bit of traffic here. Eli Miller now in between the circles. Holds it here at the volleyball line. As Eli gets a screen there from Radel. Eli takes a jump shot. Had it blocked. But a foul. Must have been too much body at that time before Rupp, so Eli Miller will go to the free throw line. Shoot a pair here. That foul's on uh, Rupp for CHBC. That's his first 
the HBC second quarter. So Yellen Miller with the uh, free throws. First one on the way, and that one bounces in. Good. Hind roller off the side of the rim. 50 to 26. The lead now for the Indians. And Eli's second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Eli, and it's 51-26 now. And it was a three-shot foul. Must have been uh, shooting a three, I guess. Eli's going for another one, so I guess it was a three-point foul shot. So he made all three of them. 52 to 26. 26 point lead for the Indians. Coming up on a minute to go. As it is rough the other way. Puts up the shot in the lane. Up and in. Rough second basket. 52 28. Under a minute to go. Davis is open the other way for three. And then KD for three. And it's 55 28. We're out in the NBA, are we? No, we're here in City High School. As it's a low check with it here at the volleyball line and down low to Lorton going to the rim. His left is too strong. Rebounded by Millville. And up on a 30 seconds to go in the third. Eli with it here on the left side. 25 seconds to go. Now McManaway has it. McManaway over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking for someone to pass to. Gives it off to a Davis. McManaway with it with 15 seconds left. And it's thrown away by Altamont. Wojcik the other way. Layup good. Two more for Wojcik. 55-30. McManaway, three seconds left. Eli, a deep three-pointer at the volleyball line. It's no good. Way short. So, after three quarters of play, it's Altamont with the lead. 55-30. We'll be back in a minute for the fourth quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and Jack event. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro System. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro System works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Start of the uh, fourth quarter here as Altamont has the lead of 55 to uh, 30. And a reversal of a fortune there since that first quarter. And now Altamont outscored him there in the last quarter, 26 to 9. There to now take full control of the game. Bobcats with the ball, though, as they'll go down low to Radloff, trying to fight for a position there. And they're going to call a foul. Too much contact. 
Anna. So it'll be an out of bounds play for CHBC. Fouls on the twenty-two for Albemarle. Cade Millville. That's his first Albemarle first quarter. And Cade is going to pick this one up on the inbound. As a rough guide for the inbound pass. Cade hit him in the air. Cade Millville's first Albemarle second quarter. I was just about to say, there's not been a lot of fouling tonight. We just had two back-to-back there. Right. Wojcik is on the jet. Now turns the corner and gives it to Lorton for three. Hesitated for just a moment, but he still made it. So it's 55-33 now by that made three by Lorton. Lorton's got 10. Davis here on the left side. Now high post for Caden Miller, and they're going to call a foul over back. Over the back on uh, CHPC. That foul's on Gage Lorton. That's his fourth. CHPC's first of the quarter. And so another inbound pass is high, but it was tipped out. So it'll stay right here without the ball. Couldn't connect. Gage Lorton really the only player between both teams with any foul trouble. He's yeah. got four. Next closest player is Eli Miller with a problem. He's got two. He takes a seat as the warden, and Callum comes back in. And Davis missed the three there, and rough skies for the board. As a Callum, you can tell that he's got a little hitch in his step right now, but he's still out there playing through it. Callum yeah. trying to back down uh, Eli, and they're going to call a foul on Eli Miller. And uh, so it'll be a uh, foul on Eli that time. Eli's third. I want third of the quarter. Evans will get it in, and a dangerous inbound pass nearly picked off, but going to go into the hands of Ruff, and still going to be ping-ponged around and finally stolen away by Altamont. Turn over there for CHBC and McManaway. Go over to Eli here on the left side. Down low to Kata Miller. Goes up, and it's good. Count the basket and the foul, and one for Kata Miller. He'll go to the line for the three-point play. And now they uh, take Callum out. As, again, he's really bothered by the ankle. He still tried to give it a go, and Kozar comes in for him. And the free throw is good by Kata Miller, so he finishes the end one. Increases the lead of 58-33. to 33. 6.30 to go in the game. As uh, that is Kozart with it here. Bobcats throw it down low to Awochek. And Awochek's triple team now here. So it'll be Evans over to Radloff here at the free throw line. Hands off to Kozart. Nearly lost it, but gives it back to Radloff. Fires a three-pointer, and he made it. Three-pointer for AJ. And it's 58-36. A.J. Redloff's got seven points tonight for CHBC. First made three for him. Millville has it here on the right side. Under six to go. Now Eli here on the left side. And Eli throws high post for Kaden Miller. Turnaround jumper. It was a little long. Back iron and rebounded uh, there by Radloff. Over here to a Cozart here in the front court. And a Cozart. Goes back out to Evans here on the left side. 
trying to give it to Wojcik in the post, but denied there. Kozark dribbling the ball around, and Wojcik comes out here to run the point. Now over to Evans in the corner for three. Flash. Another three for Carson Evans. It's 58-39, but quickly down the other end of the floor, it's Kaden Miller up for two. 60-39 now. Quickly out of the way is the Bobcat. And it's going to be picked off by Eli Miller, and he's looking to go coast to coast. Layup for Eli. It's good. Eli Miller. Two more for him. And 62-39. And there's a uh, timeout on the floor as well. So we'll take a timeout as well. 62-39 out of the lead. We'll be back in 30. You're listening out to my Indians basketball jacket event. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Beecher City High School. As it is Altamont with a lead at 62 with two of 39 here in the fourth quarter over CHBC. Had a last update there from St. Anthony after one quarter of play. It was St. Anthony with the lead over Topless 10 to 6. So a defensive battle. There with the Bulldogs and the Shoes tonight. We're here in the fourth quarter already, under five to go. And it'll be a Wojcik bringing it up for the Indians. Or the Bobcats, sorry. As Wojcik hands off to a Lorton who checked in. Got to be careful with those four fouls. Lorton drives to the hole, and he gets back out to Evans. Evans now back up top. Cozart gets a screen up from uh, Lorton and gives it to him here at the free throw line. And off to a Wojcik trying the weave action. Go out to Evans. Now they swing it to Cozart on top of the key. Got about a three, but a good close out there by Altman. Well, a three-pointer was off, way off. And CHBC does get the rebound, and it's blocked by Millville. And a Davis saves him going out, but goes right into the hands of Radloff. And Evans underneath the basket, he missed it. And Millville pulls down the rebound. That was a wild sequence of events there. Yeah, playing hot potato. Sure. And Lorton knocked it out right in the arms of the Altamont bench. I think Radle caught that. And so it'll stay right here with the Indians, though. Under four to go. And so Eli will take it out in between the two benches that they have. As they get into uh, Millville. As Millville has it across the timeline. 3.45 to go in the game. Eli has it here. Now over to uh, Caden Miller. Caden Miller here on the right elbow. Gives it over to uh, Millville. Millville in the corner. Looks to do something with it. And he dribbled and lost it. Wojcik with a steal. 
Bocek the other way, tries to cross over McManaway all the way to the hole, left the layup a little too strong, and rebounded by Caden Miller. Caden Miller, 20 points, 5 rebounds tonight. And the Millville, or McManaway, or Miller has it, and they're going to get a uh, timeout or a foul. Either way, stoppage of play, and uh, we'll get some subs coming in for Altamont and CHBC as well as Altamont unloads the bench. Here, Alex Walker's out there. You got uh, Zach Meyer as well, Tyler Ruffner, and uh, you also have... Let's see who else is out there. Meyer, Walker, uh, Ruffner, and Kedrick is out there as well. And also you have Parker Bell as well. And so there's going to be a foul there on Altamont. Reaching in, and it should be free throws, as it will. So... Other player that checked in, Awaya Ruff for CHBC there, and uh, Clive Slossenser uh, checked in for the Bobcats, and the Lorton is at the line for the bonus free throw, and missed it, but uh, he'll get another. A foul for Altamont was on Ruffner, his first, Altamont's fifth. Ocek uh, takes his feed, and Hunter Pope checks in. Lorton's second free throw, bounces around, it's off, and it's rebounded uh, there by Ruffner. It's Bell the other way here on the left wing. And now goes in the corner, Meyer is short, and rebounded there by Lorton. Schlanter uh, brings it up there and gets over to uh, Kozart here at the volleyball line, started by Meyer. And Kozar goes all the way to the hole. Layup, no, and the rebound goes to Bell. As Bell gets across the timeline. He goes all the way. Layup is good. Two points for Parker Bell. And 64-39. And Coach Thompson gets a timeout here just to get a couple more subs in for CHBC. As... See, we got uh, Ben Haskins checks in and a Gage Hart in there as well. And so uh, Coach Thompson uh, called that timeout there. It's a 30-second uh, one there, so we'll just keep it right here. 64-39, 2.16 left to go in the game. And a reminder again, quick turnaround for the Indians tomorrow. As they also play the Indians, Lawrenceville, uh, tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock there in Albany uh, Central College and we'll have coverage for you right here. The game will actually start at 4 o'clock. Uh, Varsity will play first and then uh, the uh, uh, JV game will follow uh, that there at OTC and then uh, start it next week and uh, the girls are in Father McGivney and uh, they also are a two seed in their regional in the postseason brackets just like the uh, Lady Indians uh, there. It's going uh, be a good matchup on a Monday. And on a Tuesday, and it'll be a boys basketball back in action as well. I believe that's against Neoga. Yeah, I believe that's against Neoga, and it is. Let me check my calendar there. 
All right, it's back to uh, playing ball here. Uh, it'll be the Bobcats with the ball, and they trail 64-39 on the scoreboard. 2.16 to go, and both teams have unloaded the bench. Schlanter gets the ball across the timeline, and he picks it up, looks for someone to pass to, and he hands off there. And the handoff goes to Pope, and now go over in the corner. There are two Askins, and it's going to be a loft set out of bounds on the Bobcats, so it'll be a turnover at Altamont. Under two to go here in the game. It's Walker going to be bringing up for Altamont. And in and out of the hands of a Tedrick, but he gets control of it. Handoff to a Walker, and he still can't control it, but he finally does. Over to Bell. Bell drives in the lane, and he's in a little bit of trouble. And try to pass out to Meyer, but it's stolen by the Bobcats. Way up the other way. Rolls off the rim. No good for Pope. But it's DHBC with the ball back, and it's in the arms of Pope again. And the long rebound is just going to go out of bounds. So it'll be Altamont basketball. Minute 25 to go in the game. So Walker will bring it up. Finds Meyer in the corner. He fires for three. It's no good. And rebounded there by Pope. Pope gets it. And up top to Slanson. As you hear at the top of the key, he gets a screen and drives inside. Puts up the two-pointer. No good. And rebounded there by Tedrick. Under a minute to go. Walker up to Ruffner the other way. Lays it up and in for Tyler Ruffner. 66-39. Lancer will bring it up for the uh, Bobcats. Now, hands off there. Actually, that was uh, Cozart handing off that time. It's knocked away by Ruffner. It's still loose. Cozart has control of it. High off the glass, no. And it was tipped out. It was off of the Indians. So, stay right here at CHBC. And another sub, Meyer, will... Uh, sit down, and Cooper Powell will check in for the Indians. 30.8 left. And DHBC will take it out there. That was uh, Dilly who came into the game for the Bobcats. And, and now they pass over to a Dilly. Fake left goes right. And now it's going to be a high pass there. Can't save it from uh, going out as Vaughn. Tried to save it, who also got in. So 17.8 left. All you have to do is dribble it out here. And Powell will be the one bringing up the floor. And get over there on the left side to a Tedrick. Now they go to Walker in the corner. And back over to Powell's, and that'll do it. So your final score here tonight, Altamont with the win of 66-39. And uh, Altman improves to 16 and 5 at 4 and 0 in the in as a 66 to a 39 your final over Cowden Eric Feature City as they get the win here and I'll tell you what these people in uh, Central Illinois love to turn off the scoreboard really quickly didn't even get a picture of the scoreboard but. 66-39. I apologize to Twitter in advance for not getting a picture of the scoreboard there. They just turn off way too quick. Like, 
two seconds. I had my camera ready for that in the fourth quarter, and they still turned it off too quick. I have a video from the light show. But that's either here nor there. The Altamont with the win, 66-39. to And we'll be back to wrap this one up, and we'll catch up with Coach Niebergy as well in the postgame. And uh, so we'll be right back here and uh, to the postgame. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack Vince. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Beecher City High School. Final score again tonight was Altamont at 66, THVC at 39. 
Altamont improving it to a 16-5 and on of the season and 4-0 and into the NTC. As far as the CHBC goes, they fall to 11-16 and and a 2-4 and in the conference after uh, last night or tonight's loss. Uh, there again, quick turnaround for the uh, Indians uh, tomorrow afternoon. We'll have it here on Jack FM at it's Altamonte versus Old Lawrenceville. As I see Coach Neberty making his way over here to our uh, broadcast position here on the uh, stage. As he always has to make the coaching decision to either try to take the leap onto the stage or use the uh, stairs. He's going to go and elect to uh, just hop up here on the uh, stage, showing off the uh, little athleticism uh, there for a coach to hop up here and uh, join us here on uh, the uh, uh, program. And uh, Coach will bring in here. Congratulations uh, there on the win. And what a turnaround it was there from uh, the start and then to the second quarter. Uh, but you wrote that to the victory here. Yeah, the first quarter The first quarter wasn't, wasn't the prettiest. Um, you know, they got out, made some shots. Um, we didn't deny that we didn't, uh, we let him catch the high post way too easily. So we kind of made that adjustment. So you got to, you got to play even before they catch it. There's a pretty tough spot to get it because it's in the middle of the floor. Um, so I thought the boys adjusted well going into the second quarter. You know, it wasn't that normal first punch that we, we usually give, but, uh, in the second quarter, we did really well. And, uh, what would you just, uh, test the, that to the light switch coming on there in the uh, second quarter. Obviously making shots and uh, the defense uh, a little bit of adjustment there, but uh, it just seemed like uh, something completely changed. It was night and day from the first and second quarters. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of the combo effect of they missed shots so we could run, um, or we got a stop or we got a deflection and we ran a little bit in the second quarter. We got out. Uh, we, we had push on the, on the, on the board to this evening, you know, and we wanted to kind of push. It's hard to push on a make. You can, but it's harder than on a miss. Um, so uh, I, I think it was a combination of us us getting stops either by a deflection or a, a miss and to get out and run. And then you carried that over out of the locker room as well into the third quarter, and it just uh, continued uh, there. And you just continued to uh, pour it down. Uh, down for 26 points offensively uh, there in that quarter, holding CHVC to single digits as well. So I uh, just carried that uh, second quarter effort into the third quarter right there. Yeah, uh, third quarter, you know, Caden uh, Miller kind of started getting started getting some runouts. Yeah, um, he, he, we, were, we were kicking it up ahead. We were looking for him, but it, it, you know, I, I feel bad for that guy. I feel bad for Caden uh, Miller because we could give him the, the belt almost every night. And I, I, we probably should have tonight. Uh, we kind of, you know, uh, Aiden McMahon went very well, but. Caden that third quarter kind of really stretched it for us. Um, yeah, you know he kind of got out and ran, uh, got deflections on his own too. That that led to that. So um, we did change some defenses in the third quarter. We went to a little bit of a one-three-one zone and uh, and just you know with with Dylan being out the rest of the year, um, he's we've got to try to junk things up a little bit, and change and change defense. We can't just go straight man and let that team get kind of comfortable. Um, so we got to figure out what might work for us a little bit, and uh, tonight was a was an opportunity to to change defenses. And I thought that I thought it was uh, I thought it was effective. In the second, third quarter, yeah. we went zone, and we went straight two three, and then we the fourth quarter or third quarter we were going more one three one. So um, it, it did some nice things for us. 
Yeah, it definitely uh, showed uh, tonight uh, for sure uh, there. And uh, like you mentioned as well, uh, Kata Miller having a nice night, but uh, McManway uh, making the threes. Right. And uh, uh, if he can knock in the third quarter there too. Yeah, if he can knock those down, he makes it. He makes himself. You know, he's not just a defensive player. He's a little bit of a threat. Um, he's been shooting the ball well in practice, so yeah. that confidence is high right now. So um, we've never taken it away from him. Sure. Um, he's got to know if he's if, if he has confidence to shoot that basketball. Um, so, yeah, yeah he, he, both of those guys played really well. And, and I, I feel bad for Caden Miller sometimes. But the kid just plays his just plays his heart out, and, and you know does the dirty work for us. And we got to yeah. reward him a little bit. Uh, I might I might do something for him. He, he deserved he deserved part of that a little bit. And uh, he also got some uh, benefit of some uh, good passes there right. by uh, uh, Millville. Uh, as well, had that one outlet pass, I can remember, and also some uh, good finds uh, as well tonight. So Millville was uh, doing it with the uh, yep. assisting tonight. Yeah, he had had a couple threes early and then yeah. got out, got out, got us out on the break. Um, you know, Kate's, Kate's uh, learning to look ahead. When, when, when the big man runs, you give him the basketball. And that's exactly it. Uh, what happened there, and then uh, he kind of allowed uh, the players to rest a little bit there in uh, the uh, fourth quarter with the uh, quick turnaround uh, tomorrow with us uh, picking up a game uh, on Saturday against Lawrenceville. Yeah, yeah. You always want you always want the JV to play. That means you're doing something good or, or really bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Um, uh, but yeah, um, Lawrenceville's a really good team. Uh, they're going to guarantee the zone again tomorrow night. They're 19-3 for a reason. They played all these tonight. It's probably a pretty close game, in my opinion. It was the first time. So we're going to have to play really well. It's going to be on a college court, so it's going to make it even longer. So, uh, you know, the uh, boys better be ready to play. It's going to be a tough tough matchup. So I, think they're, I think they're, you know, probably the top seed in their subsection on the two, uh, nice two-way section. So um, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a good game tomorrow. We've got to be ready to play. Yeah, and I noticed that they have, uh, I think that they have beat Newton once yeah. already. Uh, twice, I think. Season, actually, and then, twice. Uh, I think that they lost in the conference tournament, but I haven't seen a score. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, they did beat them. I haven't seen a score for the only game. Yeah, uh, they're they're good. Tonight. They got three scores, man. They got one kid that's averaging about 20 points a game, so we got to be ready to play. Um, and they can shoot it. They can all shoot it in their zone. It's, it's really effective, and Coach Bishop's been around – He's a good coach. He's going to dissect us tomorrow if we don't. We're not ready to play. And uh, also, I thought it was important to, tonight to kind of, you know, Tuesday's game was kind of uh, win is right. a win. You'll take it. Uh, a lot better performance uh, tonight, and also picking up uh, another uh, win in conference as well to push the uh, record of four and zero now. Yep, you got to can't win them all. You want to keep winning. So uh, I, I think it's good teams in here and had some close games. Um, you know. And this place is hard to play sometimes. The HBC is going to give us their best punch. Coach Thompson does a good job too. So um, their 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 program is ascending, and um, you know we gotta we gotta. With anytime you know the old line, anytime you get a road kill, you gotta you gotta be happy about it. So, coach, we'll uh, we'll let you go here and uh, quick turn around. And yep. We'll, uh, see you well, again I, you might not see me tomorrow. I got I have, I'll be I got a event I gotta go to. So, Coach Cool is going to be at the helm. Oh, okay. so, so he's got he's got the boys tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, I got I got a family event that my wife I forgot that we scheduled a game that day. And she she bought the ticket, so we got to go. So, oh, so I got be on ice with the girls. So the boys be ready. Um, you know that's my fault that I did that, but uh, uh, 
boys will be ready. Coach Cool will be ready. It'll be a good game. Yeah, okay. So we'll uh, look forward <laughs> yep. to that right. uh, tomorrow. Well, right, Coach. Appreciate we'll it. See you again Thank next you. week for sure. Uh, and the uh, boys uh, tomorrow afternoon. So uh, thanks to uh, John Niebuhr there for joining us here in the uh, post game. And uh, we'll uh, catch uh, Dominic uh, here on back on the headsets and we'll run through some uh, stats really quickly uh, here and then uh, get out of here. All right, first of all, for Catanarick Beecher City, they fall to Alvin Watson tonight, 66-39. Evans was 0 for 5 from the field and 3 for 5 from three-point range with nine points. Wojcik was 3 of 6 from the field and 0 for 2 from uh, three-point range and 1 for 1 from the free-throw line with uh, seven points. Pope coming late, he was 0 for 2. Ruff was uh, 2 for 5 from the field with four points. Callum, one for four from the field and one for four from three-point range with five points. A.J. Radloff was uh, two for four from the field and one for two from three-point range with seven points. Uh, Schlauncer was over one from the field and Lorton was uh, two for three from the field and over two from the free-throw line with uh, four points. Catanary Beach City, 10 of 32 from the field for 31%. 5 of 13 from three-point range for 38%, and 1 for 3 from the free-throw line for 33%. Alamont, uh, they've, uh, excuse me, as they uh, come out victorious tonight, 66-39 over CHBC. Alec Yarhouse, 1 for 3 from three-point range for three points. Caden Davis, 1 for 1 from the field, and 1 for 7 from three-point range with five points. Eli Miller, 1 for 3 from the field. One for two from three-point range and three for three from the free-throw line with eight points. Cade uh, Middleville, two for four from the field and two for four from three-point range. with uh, And one for one from the free-throw line with 11 points. Aiden McManaway, two for three from the field and three for three from three-point range. And one for one from the free-throw line, 16 points. Meyer was 0 for one from three-point range. Ruffner, one for one with two points. And Caden Miller... 10 for 12 from the field and 1 for 1 from free throw line with 21 points. And Parker Bell uh, coming late. He was 1 for 1 from the field with uh, 2 points. As uh, Alamont shot 17 of 25 from the field for 68%. 8 of 20 from 3-point range for 40%. And 6 straight from free throw line for 75%. As they pull out the victory here tonight and improve to 16-5 and 4-0 in the conference and so appreciate that uh, dominic there and like i mentioned a quick turnaround for uh the uh, indian there uh tomorrow as we'll have coverage for you here at uh, five or four o'clock uh there so uh that'll wrap it up here 66 39 your final score outside with the win outside with points of 11 18 26 and 11 for their 66 and uh, Beecher City with 18, 3, 9, and 9 for their 39. Thanks to uh, Carter back at the studio for helping turning the dials and getting us on and off the air tonight. Appreciate uh, that as always. And uh, thanks to uh, Dominic for keeping the stats and uh, color commentating. Last time I saw, uh, Anthony had the uh, big lead at halftime there in that top list game. So I'll have to check that out on the way home. So uh, that'll wrap it up here from uh, Beecher City. We'll talk to you again uh, tomorrow afternoon in uh, Olney uh, there for Altamonte versus uh, Lawrenceville. So uh, that'll do it for us. Travis Sparks is signing off for the night. We'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Right now, it's back to playing the music that we want. 
here on Jack FM. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like you can't see the future but you can prepare for it with the universal life policy from pekin life insurance company you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years request a free quote for universal life insurance at pekininsurance.com and in effingham contact tingley insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.